This call is now being recorded. Hello and welcome to another Red Mist podcast uh, with myself, Bryn and Greg on the line. We are calling um, in response to the Arsenal game, which uh, the Reds won 3-1. to one. It was at Anfield. Um, it was a top-of-the-table clash at the time. The Reds were convincing winners, putting us clear at the top. Um, starting with that lineup, any surprises? Well, no real surprises, really, was it? I mean, you know, you, you always, you, you know, you're always waiting, aren't you, to see what the midfield is. The rest of the team pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, so it's just a question of who, which, which is he going to, you know, let loose. And so it was Fabinho, Wijnaldum, yeah. and, and Henderson. Bad. I mean, we're getting used to that, I guess. You know, Fabinho's, I, I think, obviously, probably, he's almost a, 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 as a certainty as the, the front three and the back four, almost, at this point, Fabinho. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is um, probably, right now, especially with injuries, the, the kind of go-to, you know, with Milner, a good sub. Um, you know, if everyone's healthy, I think if we had a final tomorrow, that would be your starting three. Would you say? Ooh, yeah, probably. I mean, let's be, yeah, realistically, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say no, isn't it? I mean, what would you do, Oxley, Chamberlain? Depending if it was tomorrow. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's right. all about fitness as well, I suppose. You know, him and Cater just haven't proved Ooh. themselves yet. <laughs> <laughs> him and Kit Kat. Because well, I would start calling him Kit Kat because he breaks more often than Kit Kat does. <laughs> that was um, Kit Kat. Terrible. Anyway. All right, I shouldn't have brought him up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, so what do you think of the start of the game? I, um, there's been a lot of talk about how Arsenal seem to sit back, very, play very compact, and let our yeah. fullbacks oh, have the ball. Yeah, yeah. surprising and um, asking for trouble. And but then, what do you think? Did it work? It, it took a corner to score in the first half. They had a couple of good chances. Um, Due to unforced errors in both occasions, with I mean, we can talk about Adrian tearing out and fluffing his uh, kick. I mean, that was shocking, unnecessary too. Um, and then the other one where Henderson just didn't get, um, he just nicked off his yeah, that was nicked off his toes, and then and then Robertson really committed quite horribly. Um, and then thankfully Adrian made a save on that, but it was not a good finish from Pepe. No, Who looked? He looked lively as well, didn't he? Quite not sure about the end product, but it was. Been after him too, weren't there at one point? But uh, yeah, apparently uh, we were. Yeah. A season too early. We didn't. We don't need him, do we? Really? I mean, that's the bottom line. So. Yeah, I mean, if he was to play, yeah. Yeah, he did look a threat. I mean, and, and but it was it was strange. You're right because the way Arsenal were playing, I, I thought it was suicide. How on earth can you let our fullbacks have the freedom when between them they got 25 assists last year? Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that philosophy. On top of that, knowing Arsenal don't particularly very well traditionally, I, I honestly just thought it was only a matter of time until we we scored. I didn't see it being Joel Massive really, um, but again before that, like you said, you know a, a, a good save from. Adrian on the back of what we were fearing uh, when we talked three games during the week. 
Um, it's like he has a, a good moment. Uh, sorry, a, a, a scary moment, but then a great moment, you know, and not just a good moment. He has, you know, because it was a good save. It was. It, it, it could it, very easily have gone through his legs if he'd have like made, you know, committed. Well, right? I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, as far as it was a good save at nil nil. You know, I mean, to, for them to go one up, you know, yeah. you never know. We haven't yeah. reacted to being one on one. So. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't commit himself, which meant that Pepe could go around him or anything. You know, he, he kind of made himself big. It just, yeah. it, it's just, it's just the other piece is sort of not unforgivable, but him tearing out when clearly it looked very clear to me that Van Dyke had it in control. He even gave him a look of like, just stop, I've got this, and then yeah. moved out of the way and. And then neither, I don't know what they were doing when Aubameyang had that shot because um, Matip went back on the line but it looked like he kind of lost flight of the ball because he put his hand over his, his mouth when he <laughs> saw it go wide of the post. And then um, uh, Adrian was standing like right behind um, Van Dyke. So like, yeah. you know, he wasn't, he wasn't helping. He should have been making his way back to the line. It was just quite strange. It was, it was quite a good effort from Birmingham, but obviously didn't go in, so it's yeah. kind of waste, wasted the chance in a way, because it was a good, a decent chance. It was a half chance, yeah, half chance. At, at world-class level, you never know. I mean, they could be lobbed in the net, sort of thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so that's a mix-up you don't want to see. I'm hoping no. that the Burnley game is the, the last one without Alisson, but I don't Possibly, know, because yeah. we've not really heard for sure. He was at the award ceremony today, though, for the Champions League draw, winning goalkeeper of the season. Well played him. Yeah, very good. And he might get to recreate his Napoli heroics, but we won't get onto that yet. No. So, you could argue, from an Arsenal point of view, if they'd have scored one of those chances, they could have been going into uh, half-time one and up. Yeah. You could argue. Yeah, definitely. But like you said, I think, I think, barring a bad day at the office for everyone... We were we were going to score because, like you said, they were always, they were playing in the in the red. You know, like it was only a matter of time. It was frustrating. I think Trent, I think, was the worst of the two fullbacks for kind of just dinking crosses in that were like percentage crosses that were just getting lapped up by the Arsenal defence because they were set for them. Yeah. Um, and eventually, in the second half, we were, we were moving them. It's like we figured out that you know that was not working, and, and we needed to. Play the ball around a little more first, you know, to get some movement in there, and, and they played around quick. I mean, that Salah's uh, that move for the uh, the winning of the penalty, like that touch from Firmino on the oh, edge. Oh, Firmino was just amazing! Absolutely, he was beautiful, brilliant. wasn't he? That little yeah. flick over uh, Cabe, what's his name, Sabellos, um, Sabellos, his yeah. head. That was beautiful. Shame that he yeah, didn't get the uh, shot. Yeah, but they didn't, didn't do anything after it, did he? But no, and he probably should have passed it to Robbo, who was making a good run on the overlap. But still, it looked beautiful. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, nice, a nice split second of skill. Absolute, yeah, genius. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe it in, in real time. I was like, did he just, did, like, did he do that? Like, I couldn't tell yeah, if he kind of kicked it, like, and it hit him. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. Just lifted it. It was weird, yeah. But he, it was amazing how he got the height just to lob it over his shoulder and say goodbye. You know, I mean, it's a shame. Like you say, it would have been amazing for him to just lob a, a, a perfectly simple pass after doing that, you know, but uh, just to take the piss. But uh, it was a brilliant little bit of skill. Yeah, but if he'd have scored with that half volley, he'd be It's strange, because when we bought him, I was, I was like a bit pissed off with Liverpool, thinking, who's this, you know, poor man's, you know, 
poor man's player we've bought. You know, it seems to me, I'm thinking he's a, he's a, he's like a, you know, a, 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 a poor man's version of Suarez. You know, but he's he's not. Yeah. I mean, just grown into being a, a an amazingly, you know, just a workhorse of a talented player as well. Yeah, I know. He he works so hard for someone with so much talent. It's kind of it's yeah, not. It kind of goes against the grain ego, there, doesn't he? No. He doesn't seem to have an ego, which is nice. I was joking about it at the game. Like he, he feels like someone who almost prefers getting assists to goals. Like there's something yeah, about like it. Yeah, the limelight. With, yeah, it's like he doesn't yeah. like the limelight. He just wants to fly under the radar and become a millionaire. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and he likes to be creative too. Because like there's, yeah. there's so many times where it just looks like he he doesn't. Yeah, he 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 could he could have a shot, you know, and be more selfish. I mean, maybe we're talking about maybe what we just talked about with that skill where he flicked over. Um, Sabayos' head and had a shot. Maybe that was a selfish moment, but it was beautiful. So I'll give yeah. him that one. But otherwise, yeah, just taking a touch on the edge to give straight to Salah. Just he's clever, very clever. Yeah, he's genius, wasn't it? It was shades of shades of King Kenny for a minute. He didn't look. He just put it where he went. You know, he was, he was it was just a just a little, a little bit of you know bit of football and genius, really. Yeah, took all the all the pace out of it. It was perfectly into his path. Yeah, it was a no look, inch perfect pass when he knew the guy was. I mean, that's just telepathic. That's just it was just brilliant, brilliant. What do you make of uh, David Luiz with his? Because um, I thought Salah's his his second, the third goal was just incredible, like vintage Salah, right? Yeah, um, again, but Luis was a bit tight to him, wasn't he? And he obviously couldn't touch well, him because he was going to get sent off. He had he no, done exactly. Yeah, he, 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 he committed suicide again. He committed suicide, hadn't he, by that stupid yellow card for the penalty? And then he he almost. I mean, it's, it, it, in some ways, they should have said, "Well, you can't mark Salah after that." I mean, you know, you, you can't follow him around because if you do touch him, you're going to go. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was so. I mean, I don't know what he was... I mean, when Salah danced around him, he just looked like a complete fool. And then he just gave up, didn't he? He didn't even change back. Before you know it, the ball was in the net. But if you watch Louise, he's like, oh, shit. It's almost like he thought, I know what's happening now. And uh, <laughs> Salah's off to the races, and Louise, Louise is thinking, Why, I wish I had a got sent off. You know, I mean, he was probably begging to be sent off. And at that point, it seemed like it was game over. And, um, well, I think it's to be honest, at two 0 I thought it was over. Yeah, that's true. I, I kind of, I just wanted more because I'm greedy. But uh, how do you feel we managed out the game? Because conceding late was frustrating. Just yeah, it always is, isn't it? Because I mean, I, yeah. I was I, again, you know, three 0 up. I was thinking, oh, I, if this is another couple of goals here, it's a brilliant statement. It was a great statement, anyway. If we could have put in four or five, that's a holy shit moment, isn't it? It's like a wow, you know. I mean, three one's fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but again, you know, I was like you said, I think it was being greedy. I was thinking, I right, let's let's just spread these. You know, it's still it's, it's the Arsenal we've seen for the last few years go to Anfield and get absolutely battered. Yeah. I mean, they haven't they haven't had a good result really there. I think for several seasons, have they? It doesn't feel like they have. Uh, we've definitely had the better of the exchange over the last, probably over the last dozen meetings. Yeah. We've had some good they results. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I mean, they give up. I mean, they're just not, 
I don't know. It's interesting because, I mean, again, not that we're particularly bothered and I shouldn't get sidetracked, but they play Tottenham this week. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Arsenal rip Tottenham, you know, 3-4-1, but it, Arsenal just didn't look that, obviously, they didn't look that good, did they? They look far from being a, certainly far from being a Premier League contender. They're, they're the top, you know, top four possibly team, aren't they? By the, if they play like that, they're going to, like you say, they're going to win the majority of the games and they're going to lose a good handful, which will keep them out of, you know, contention for anything big. And they'll they'll be scrambling again for maybe finishing four. But they've got the tools, let's be honest. They've got the offensive weapons and the speed. So they'll they'll win the first year, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, seeing it up, like I said, I, I was thinking, this is easy. I wouldn't have been surprised, like I said before the game, I wouldn't have been surprised for a, a draw or so. To, uh, and the first goal, like you said, the first goal just before half-time, again, for back-to-back weeks, was fantastic. You mean to be uh, up top? Well, no, I mean the, the, the fact that we got the 1-0 like we did against Southampton just before the half. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, we got the goal, and you know it's fantastic to go in one nil up because they'd have been they'd have been okay at nil nil, obviously at one nil. They're like you can tell that you know they're thinking shit, you know, <laughs> which is great. You know, it changes Klopp's team talk. Well, maybe it doesn't, uh, but it, it it it's got to. It just gives them so much to think about during the half-time break, and then. Of course, I don't know what Luis was thinking about when he did. He took Salah because you're not going to get away with that. Even though Salah didn't even think about going down or play for it, you have to say it was a soft penalty in a way, but it was a penalty. So interesting. Yes, it is good to see that he didn't go down and didn't need to go down because he's still got a penalty. That's something. It's one of the things that's annoyed me in the past where you feel like as the attacker you have to go down, otherwise you're not going to get a a, um, a decision. And I'm, I I don't know if this is true, but it felt like, because of uh, your referee there, Anthony Taylor, had the confidence to say, yeah, I can cle- clearly see he pulled his shirt there, and he's impeded yeah. him from t- getting a shot, and, and VAR will prove me right, and if not, it, it won't, you know? Yeah, it will overturn it. Yeah, but the point, silly thing... Yeah, the, the silly thing about that is... That would have been bad. He would have lost a massive advantage, wouldn't he? Yeah, but the silly thing about the incident was that had Salah have blocked and gone down, everyone would have been slagging him off. But at the end of the day, really, it was a soft penalty that was given. I mean, it was... the way. You know, when he, when he gave it, you're like, well, he didn't even fall. I mean, he was soft, let's be honest. I mean, I know he pulled his shirt, but... It was just a strange moment for me. I thought it was obviously a bit of a no-win situation for Salah, even though it was a win because he got a penalty. But like I say, if he'd have done one of his dramatic arms up, fall on the floor, everyone would have slammed him off. But uh, he ends up getting a, 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 a like I say, well, I, I just thought it, obviously just it just didn't almost look like a penalty. It was a little innocuous tug on the shirt, but by the letter of the law, you're right, pal. So. And, uh, you know, obviously there was no VAR controversy, so that was good. Again, no, 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 game, yeah. There was a weird yeah, one we where they were sort of asking for a potential red card before the, before the corner that um, Matip scored from, or at least before one of the corners. 
So it's, I never, I don't think I ever saw the replay, but it's like um, they were suggesting that someone had stamped on someone, but then it was ah, clear. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, I, I recall, I recall now, but I can't remember when it was in the game. I can't, for, for some reason, I, I thought that was more later in the game, but I can't. I know the incident you're talking about. I think about, it was nil nil. Okay, well. Pretty sure, anyway. Well, then that would have been huge, wouldn't it? So there was, there was a, there was, it was used obviously on the day, but. Uh, yeah. And I was just going to go back to actually that Salah chance because it's kind of an interesting conundrum. Had had he allowed Stella, sorry, had he done what he did, the referee giving the penalty, and then VAR overturned it, it would have been a real error because it did end up going yeah. to Salah. And yeah, then, yeah, he chased onto it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah and he, he potentially could have still got, done something with it, although it wasn't as clear an opportunity. So I guess really he probably should have waited and seen what happened and then pulled it back. If he if 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 Salah had had I don't know blasted it over or something um, and then he could have pulled it back for the the penalty because he was like you know, yeah he could have done yeah I suppose so yeah how long like you said I suppose in a way you're right he could have he could have let it go but in in his mind obviously he had no doubt in the penalty so he did the right thing yeah you're right yeah well I'd still if he'd have missed it it would have been troublesome too because you know again if you don't play on you don't know I'm trying to think what what Salah did after he got the ball because he was was he running well, away he was, from goal totally or yeah was it was he, it was that it was he was he only caught up with it close to the byline didn't he it wasn't like he was in on goal yeah he was going it was going towards like the edge of the six yard box you know the square of the six yard box so it, it wasn't a, a clear and obvious chance but talking of the penalty what a Bloody penalty! That was <laughs> That's ridiculous. a good point. Thank you for mentioning Are that. I forgot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially that was like in the past. Wow! It was an amazing yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd have have to have been, like, uh, you know, on their way over to that corner already. Even if you knew exactly where he'd put it, it would have been hard to to save it. Even if you stood in that corner. Yeah, it was was fantastic strike. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, let's just hope that's because he's beaming with confidence. I mean, obviously, he had no doubt what he was going to do, and he just, that was execution right there. That was amazing. Oh, and the same thing with his second as well. I mean, he just... Oh, yeah. As soon as he'd he gone past me. Louise, he was like, OK, I'm I'm going I'm going to cut across uh, Monreal. No one's going to catch me. And I'm just going to pass it into the bottom corner. Yeah, and then, again, it's and, strange, yeah. you know, what, what a difference. I mean, 12 months ago, we were sat here scratching our heads saying, the front three... Firmino's... Sorry. Yeah, Firmino has had some tremendous little... Nicks and touches and scored a couple, and uh, Mane obviously is banging them in as well. So it, it, you know, it, God, I mean, it, it, it's got a fantastic recipe for it because, I mean, last year we finished second by a point without being on top four. If these guys keep this up, it might. You never know. We might not need Mbappe next year. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I do have a little lingering concern that I have, not to be too negative, but. The fact that we're kind of those three players haven't had much of a rest, so it's 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 possibly their form is carried over from the summer tournaments. 
You know, do you know what I mean? That they were ready yeah, to go. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, they might. Sooner. But they're not all gonna. They're not all gonna break down at once. You know. And I suppose there was a World Cup as well the year before, right? So that doesn't. Yeah, we, well, that's what we said last really year. That, last sense. year. Last year, yeah. post World Cup, it was Hanover, wasn't it? But there doesn't. This year, they're flying. Yeah, that's uh, true. I just worry like about said, the longevity. I think they might need a break. And they, yeah, but he's going to rotate. There's going to be games come that he can rotate it, isn't there? And, you know, it's going to. And if one of them loses form, they're not all going to lose form at the same time. We, we hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and if well, let's just hope they don't get injured. I mean, if they get fatigued, we can shuffle the team around. Just avoid the injuries like we did last year. And if they keep this form up, it's very exciting stuff. Yeah, absolutely is. I wonder how much we'll see of Origi and Brewster coming up. Maybe, maybe even this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, you might, you might again, again. It's Burnley, isn't it? We obviously the ideal scenario is to be up three 0 at half time and then bring on, bring on the you know Brewster and Origi after an hour and let let Salah, Firmino, whoever he chooses, have a have half hour rest. You know, and then uh, international break, isn't it? Yeah, but he didn't do that against uh, Norwich or or even Arsenal. I mean, maybe Arsenal would have been a bit riskier, but uh, we, do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't stop it at four. It was yeah, four nil at yeah. half time against Norwich. It was a prime opportunity to. Yeah, to you're right. Someone in. Yeah, but Origi, Origi was playing then, wasn't he? So you know, Mane Mane was on the bench at that point, so he did. That's a good point. That's a good point. But Brewster, I'm just wondering about Brewster. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see what you know when his first appearance is, won't it? Because he's on the he's on the verge, and that's what he's there for, isn't it? For a few cameos, and, and hopefully, you know, learning his you know learning his role more. Well, then we we can we can start talking about this now with the Champions League draw. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but he might find himself being able to play in some of those. Because I would say we've got quite the nice draw. We've got Napoli, Genk, and uh, um, RB Salzburg. Salzburg. Yeah, well, you've got you've to believe, realistically, we can beat them all at home. So that's nine points. And we can beat two of the three away. Which will give us more than enough of a, a cushion to be... To be I don't, I've heard about the club's... Have you seen the, the order of how we play them and all that nonsense? I haven't seen that. Um, no, it doesn't say. Just that it will begin on September 17th or 18th right. and then December 10th, 11th. No, yeah. again, no, you know, no, no real, details yet. Realistically, it, it, it is a nice... I mean, Napoli again, obviously, but we split with them last year. So if we split with them again this year and uh, the others, I, I, we shouldn't lose. About you saying that, we said that last year, didn't we? We made a bit of a, a pig's ear of it at times. You know, we, we last year was felt like it should have been easier than it actually ended up being. So let's, like you say, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But you would... Who was the other team? Yeah. Napoli and um, the Serbian team. And who was the other one? PSG. Oh, of course, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like that, that's already gone easier, isn't it? Because yeah, it's a lot easier draw. Easier teams no, than no, PSG. No yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a field but I do, draw, I like, do hear what you're saying. They just don't like the Serbian game. Seemed like a tough atmosphere, and it, we didn't. They really. I don't feel like Gink 
and um, RB Salzburg will have that same kind of intimidating atmosphere. No, I, I, and even if it does, I, I, again, at the end of the day, when it comes down to the football, we're, we're not going to... Napoli is the only one I would think could actually beat us. The others shouldn't beat us. That's how, yeah. you know. So if we beat, and I also think we sh- we'll probably win all three home games. Hope so. If we yeah. lose, if we lose it at Napoli, it's not the end of the world. No. Because we'll be in a good position. The Salzburg game definitely drawable away. It's not probably winnable away. And obviously Salzburg game, they're going to take points off each other home and away probably. So you can't believe whatever you want to see it. It's a nice, it's got a good feel to it. I mean, yeah. put it this way. Tottenham would love to be us. Man City would love to be what we have. You know, Chelsea would love what we have. It's a good, it couldn't have got much better. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I don't know how much this affects the players in the uh, the, the the modern game with, with obviously flights and uh, conditioning and whatnot, but it's, they're all pretty close too. There's no re- real big long distance. Yeah, there's trips. no far None of them are like potentially dangerous for any of our players, like they were last season with going to you know Serbia or or wherever. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good and what you say, hopefully, is, I mean, not with the about it, but the players about it. It's going to be a bit comfortable. I mean, that's got to make you feel brilliant in trading, thinking, hey, hey, cool, here we go. No, There's got to be less stress. I know it's always pressure, but it's got to be a feel-good draw for the players amongst the clubs. It gives them an excellent chance yeah. to advance relatively easily. Yeah, the only thing I would have changed, I think I would have preferred Ajax to Napoli. I feel like we've played them a lot recently. You know what I mean? It's nice to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, but again, again, I'm not worried about them. You know, either way, that's the only that's the only possible questionable tough one, isn't it? In theory, that's the way mm-hmm. it feels. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, they were difficult to beat at home last season. They beat us in their uh, friendly this season. Uh, that friendly in um, in Scotland. Yeah, but we won't. But we won't forget that either. No, and I wonder if that's kind of you know a good thing. But but we definitely have played them a lot recently, so it could be. Uh, um, I, I guess it will make it interesting either way. You know, yeah, we, we both know each other pre- quite well. And yeah, but we we can't say anything about preseason because let's be honest, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, mean, that was a horrible bit, especially to that go one. from pre to go from preseason to the way we started the season. You know, two different again. It's, 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 there's no comparison, so you know. No, and we beat let, them no last season before then going. Yeah, let Napoli let Napoli get overconfident because they beat us. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, in that case, um, Burnley, do you reckon there'll be many changes, or do you think with the week in between, the week, week break and then the, um, what's it called, um, international break the week after, will be changing anything? It is the week after, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Well, I, mean, we can, I don't know, the, who, I'm sure this team's probably, do they play two games in this, this international break? They probably play, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't three. even looked at it, to be honest. Yeah, because we don't have... Newcastle until the fourteenth. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the international break. I'm sure it is too. It normally, is this, isn't there some sort of qualifiers? Yeah. Happening. Probably played two European Championship qualifiers, aren't they? Or 
doing the same whatever all Brazilians are doing or, or the Egyptians. Many of them are doing, but uh, um, you can see who gets forward to work for what few days, you know, but uh, it's firmly, again, it's just going to be Oh yeah, you cut out a little bit there, but yeah, let me have a look. Uh, so Burnley are all right. Oh, they lost. Uh, they had, they played midweek, so they must have changed their team. But they lost to Sunderland in the uh, Carabao. They drew with yeah, Wolves at the weekend. Uh, they lost at Arsenal. And they beat Southampton 3-0. That was the first game of the season. Yeah, so, so a mixed bag of results, because... They played Palmer in pre-season. Bizarre. Burnley versus Palmer. Just throwback doesn't quite work to that for that, does it? No. Anyway, sorry. I so, mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're not... They're, they've got four points. They're actually in sixth place, though. Not bad. Yeah, they're not, I would say they're not terrible results, because a draw at Wolves, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah they scored first, didn't result. they? It's kind of a tough yeah. one. But I mean, you, Wolves have obviously got half an eye on Europe as well, so so that might have counted why Wolves were going nuts. Um, but that's not a bad result—a draw at Wolves for them. And what do you say they lost? No, they, they lost to Arsenal. Yep. Which you, and then, you would and expect. So we've got Ashley Barnes scoring top of. Yeah, he's scoring a few. Three. Has he got three? Yeah. No, he's got four and three. Whew. So we've got to stop him from scoring. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a, I don't know, probably be a good game. But again, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Liverpool three one. Yeah, I think I um, it's interesting, isn't it? We, we, uh, I've always been worried about Burnley, and last season it was they did, they did give us a tough couple of games. Um, yeah. But it's, it seems different now. Like yeah, I remember that better, game. We're more confident in us. Yeah, exactly. We we know we'll find a way, pretty much. So like uh, same same thing with Arsenal last e- um, last last weekend. I was always a little nervous because you never know. But then once we started getting into our groove, I was like, well, this is you know we're making this look easy. I was surprised how good we looked at times. I must admit, and that's a good you know that's good to have to be honest enough to say, listen, you miserable bastard. <laughs> we're actually pr- we're actually pretty good. You know, yeah, you know but- finally, and, and I don't want to. Fate, but I, 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 I think it's because pre was a bit miserable, and yet we've come up and you know we're just doing the job, and they're looking, they're looking decent, you know, and obviously you always hope for a little bit of improvement as they go along. So yeah, oh, they're, in, they're in good shape. They're in good shape. Best um, performance of the season so far, do you think, at Arsenal game? Oh, in its way, absolutely. It's definitely the biggest test. Even though the other two, well, Norwich was a forgotten conclusion in many ways. Um, a good result at Southampton, but a great result against Arsenal. Yeah. Really, I don't care if we were home. It was a great result. It was the game of the weekend, and we and we rushed them aside. Smashed it, yeah. Yeah, we did. All right, yeah. Well, special shout out to Virgil Van Dyke for winning the UEFA award. Yeah. UEFA award, and also Alison. Winning his goalkeeper award. One of his um, many. I know, yeah. It, they they just keep coming, don't they? Um, so next up, Ballon d'Or. What do you think? Oh, well, why wouldn't Verge win it? I think maybe uh, UEFA sending a message. 
you know. I mean, if, if he won, the, what, what was the actual title of what he won today? Um, defender of the oh, just a defender. season, yeah. Okay. All right, well, obviously we know that already. Yeah, and Alison, um, it's kind of... The goalkeeper. Let's see, yeah, he was well, the goalkeeper of the season. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Where's our striker of the season? Yeah, well, midfielder well, of the what, season. Then? Don't know. Doesn't say. <laughs> Just like very Liverpool centric. Uh, I, I am on Liverpool FC dot com. So. I've lost you. What'd you say? Be a bit more impressive because I think Ronaldo and Messi is a consideration as well, doesn't it? So well, it says here Van Dyke tops Messi and Ronaldo for UEFA award. Okay, uh, so he can't just be defender of the year. Yeah, that's weird that it said that. It says that he got won the UEFA Men's Player of the Year award on on Thursday, taking the prize over Barcelona's Lionel Messi and Juventus's blah 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 Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, then there's no reason why he can't actually, take the Ballon d'Or. Is this actually news from today? Yes, okay, good. Just a second. Does it say who else won? Do, do, do. So, what? I guess they just had an award for everyone, and then also a goalkeeper won that? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, he was also awarded the Best Defender Award, and teammate Alison Becker given the goalkeeper. Messi won Award of the Year, and Barcelona's Frankie de Jong took the Midfielder Award. After, for his Ajax heroic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently Eric Cantona had a interesting speech in a not that interesting way because it was probably mad. There we go. And that's the uh, <laughs> and that's the summary from the UEFA awards ceremony tonight and Champions League yeah. draw. Another another rumored news is uh, a mega contract with Nike. So let's see what we let's see where that goes next. Yeah, that's massive, isn't it? How do you feel about that? exciting as far as I'm not a massive Nike fan to be honest with you but uh, I do like the thought of Liverpool getting lots of money yeah it also enhances the potential of us getting Mbappe doesn't it in many ways yeah so unfortunately on the backside of us getting Mbappe you think and it's again I don't think it's a year away but then we probably lose Salah or Mane because there's not room for everybody and he's not going to be cheap but um, again it just opens up a, a very exciting uh, room for us to walk into doesn't it you know you can't help but take the money and, and uh, Liverpool have used it well over the last few years so um, interesting interesting yeah like you say about them it's kind of sadly it's all about the money and it's a bit different I mean we've never had Nike before or Nike ah. But we've never had New Balance before either, so... Uh, no, you know, and they've done a great job. I, I really liked the New Balance stuff, so if they do go, um, thank you for your, your beautiful kits. I worry about Nike with its kind of duplication of kits across clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, the Chelsea shirt with, with different yeah, colours. We don't look, yeah, we don't want to look like them, do we, in many ways, of course. No. Nah. Well, we'll some of the other Don't stuff will be nice, I guess, like some of the other jackets and stuff. Yeah, well, it was weird that it was like Forbes released it. You always feel like that should be like an after-the-fact kind of 
news cycle. Do you know what I mean? Like, this has been done, not like this might be done. But yeah, or this is looking like it's being done, or, you know, because it did seem like... Or at least very, very close. Positive. Yeah, yeah. Very positive, didn't it? Yeah. Very close to being concluded, but they've actually... It feels like they've jumped the gun quite considerably, because you'd expect a, an actual announcement then shortly. Yeah, because I don't happened. know how long New Balance's agreement is in place. It's to the end of this season. Like you said... Then they can all get the checkbooks out, and it could be anybody. Let's be honest. But Nike yeah. uh, been rumoured for a, a little while, and it seemed to be very strong the other day. So, Mappy in a Nike kit, you know, at Anfield in the Liverpool kit, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, um, have you seen the PSG like um, Air Jordan logo on their on their kits? No, Do you want the swoosh? No. Do you want the swoosh or Air Jordan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know really. I don't know. It's you know. It's the. It doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. No. Why would we want Air Jordan on it? I mean, I like it as a logo, but it doesn't make any sense at all. No. To have a no. a, a, a man like jumping in the air with a basketball in his hand. Yeah. No. It doesn't. It Great doesn't logo. Sense. Slightly out of context. Yeah. I mean, it's it's strange. Yeah, strange. I mean, why? I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you know, it's. Everyone knows, or everybody should know, who and why, who it is. But like you say, it's not relevant in many ways, is it? It's, it's, it's obviously just a, a, a Nike gimmick, but that's strange. I don't, I don't know. I think I'd rather have the swoosh then in many ways, even though I'm a Jordan fan, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, right, yeah. Or, or give us their own one. You know, it should be like um, uh, Mbappe with a ball at his feet. The, you know, yeah. doing, doing the splits, like jumping over a player, keeping the ball in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. You know what, Nike, give me a call. We can brainstorm yes, we'll this. Yes, we'll sort it. We'll sort it. I promise to say Nike if you if you want me to. It's just habit. All right, mate. Well, good yeah, stuff. Enjoy yeah, the game. Absolutely. Good, good, good shot. Yeah, and uh, we'll check in. All right, mate. Bye. Cheers. Take care, buddy. All right, bye. Up the Reds. Yeah, absolutely. See ya.